In this episode of the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast, as promised, James and I are going to talk about probably the most polarizing prospect in the 2024 NBA draft class. And it is a guy by the name of Bronny James. Maybe you've heard of his famous father, LeBron James. But Bronny has been the talk, the talk of a lot of discussions that I've had with just fans that love the NBA draft and even with NBA scouts. And it's a very unique situation. So we are going to share our thoughts on Bronny James. shout out to each and every person that has made the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast your first listen of the day. I am your host, Rafael Barlow, the director of scouting for NBA Big Board and the founder of NBA Draft Junkies. And to my left, but to my right, on your computer screen or on your TV, it is my brother, James Barlow. And uh, well, yeah, we think we're going to give James a name. The VP of Basketball Operations for NBA oh, like Big that. Board. I mean, I don't know what, what you're operating on, but at least it sounds like I'm operating on the big boards. It sounds man. like a, a, a professional title. If you're not subscribed, like, share, comment, click the bell so you can get the notifications for all of our episodes because we are coming to you or at you five days per week with NBA draft content. All right, let's talk about Bronny James. Yeah. Coming into this season. What were your thoughts on Bronny James? All right, so there's two parts to that question, or two parts to that for that answer, okay? So pre-McDonald's All-American game, I was like, hey, I, you know, athletic, very athletic. Jump shot looks great. But that wasn't like digging in deep into the film. Uh, I know a couple of youngsters that played against him, and it was like, eh, he, he just died. Maybe they was hating. I don't know. So. Fast forward to the McDonald's All-American game. Okay, he belongs here. This isn't just some, uh, like, is that nepotism? Sure, all right, that's not just nepotism. Like, he's here, he's making shots, he looks the part, he can play. Then uh, there was definitely a lot of buzz because he's playing with Isaiah Collier. Uh, coming into the season, he had the, the cardiac arrest scare. They had him at top ten. At one, ESPN, I shouldn't say they. ESPN had him at top ten. I thought that was... Very generous. Yes, I thought it was generous, too. He had a lot of momentum. The cardiac arrest was terrible. Glad he's been able to bounce back. Uh, he came back, had, some, had a good game, a couple good games, and then it's just been, I guess the roller coaster has been going down for him. Uh, he had a strong performance against Oregon State last game. So to make a long story short, I want to say because I am uh, realistic, I am. He is kind of where I thought he would be, as far as uh, this draft cycle. Yeah, he's about where I thought he would be. I, I, I didn't see him as a one and done. If I were to evaluate him, take away the famous last name as just a, a prospect, I would have been intrigued. But I didn't think he was a one and done. But I want to get your thoughts on the pressure that is on him. He has a, an extreme amount of pressure, and some of it is, I'll just be honest, some of it is pressure that his dad puts on him because 
his dad made the comment after a game, it's like January 5th or something like that, that he believed that Bronny could help the Lakers. So it's like you open him up for criticism when you're talking about a player that hasn't consistently scored double figures in college basketball, but you say he can help not a regular NBA team, a, the not, Lakers. Not the Pistons. <laughs> the Lakers, a team that has championship aspirations and – and, I mean, there's a lot of pressure playing in L.A. But I just thought, like, all right, LeBron, why, why would you say that? I mean, I'm a dad, but my son is a little boy. And I know fathers aren't always the most realistic. But I just felt like you added pressure, more pressure to your son who's already under an intense amount of pressure. Pressure on the basketball court. Brian don't have pressure in life. <laughs> I mean, like, pressure on the basketball court. Especially when he's just getting like his feet wet, he's coming off in absence. And so I think that the LeBron dilemma kind of makes kind of makes Bronny's situation even harder to judge because and I've talked to some scouts and check it out on my article, NBABigboard.com. Check it out. I wrote an article with the scouts just saying about Bronny James. But one of the things that a scout told me is that Every NBA team really has to consider drafting Bronny, whether or not. I don't get that, man. I mean, it, well, I get it, but I don't get it. I get it for marketing, ticket sales, LeBron. LeBron. I get it, yeah. but it's like I want the best player possible on well, my team. And if, if the I, best player possible is LeBron James, and you draft Bronny, you get LeBron James. You got the best player possible. All right, so let's scratch off about. 24 teams because he's not going to go play in Utah if the Jazz draft Bronny. Like, that's, that's not realistic. I don't know, man. I mean, you he's, think he, he would go to Utah? No I don't think he has Utah. anything left to accomplish. I think playing with his son would mean more to him than anything else. And so I don't think that he would be like, ah, I, I, ain't, I ain't going there. I just think playing with his son is something that has – never been done before. He's accomplished everything you can accomplish on the floor. He's an all-time leading scorer. He's won with three different teams. So I think that would be a a, a major factor. I don't know, man. That's tough, man. Look, LeBron has probably got seven more years of high-level basketball, <laughs> which it sounds funny. So that, that puts him at, what, 46? It'll be 46. I don't know, man. That's that's tough, man. That's that's tough. But like I said, uh, you know, Bronny just I, I don't know if it's the pressure, but it is a lot and I do respect Bronny for even playing, especially after the heart scare, because like, you know, he he the last person that needs basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's straight he not hooping to to provide for his family or set a legacy like he's already set. Um so like him trying to come back it means a lot. It's just that I just think that whether LeBron LeBron was wild in saying that he could play for the Lakers right now. He said he could play for the Lakers. Easy. Easy. That's like he wild. Doubled down. He on doubled it. down on it. And but it just I don't feel like that is been that's not helpful to like what Bronny's trying to do. Cause then it's like, you know, man, they said I could play for the Lakers, but at the same time when they played Arizona, he couldn't bring the ball up the court without getting ripped. All right, when we return, I want to talk a little bit more about Bronny, at least my thoughts on him as a prospect dating back from when I saw him in high school to where we're at today. Stay tuned. 
Passion, drive, and patience, that is what brings home the winning trophy, and it is also what keeps your car alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance, from superchargers to roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you are into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. They have over 122 million parts to choose from, so you find exactly what you need for your car. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride the first time or you get your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you are burning rubber, but not cash. And with all the parts you need and the prices you want, it is easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your car live at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And the eBay Guaranteed Fit is only for U.S.-based customers. One of my favorite days of the year is the NBA trade deadline, and it is fast approaching. And Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the place to be on Thursday for live reaction. Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Please subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Basketball on YouTube today so you do not miss Josh Lloyd breaking down every single NBA trade with analysis and insight that you can only get from Locked On Fantasy Basketball, the number one fantasy basketball show on YouTube, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Check it out. Do not miss the NBA trade deadline show coming up Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern. All right, second segment. So when I, when I watched Bronny, I, I, I can't think of a situation, and I could be totally wrong here, and if you are a listener, you may have one, where a guy was a McDonald's All-American as a guard, not as a big. I've seen some bigs that had modest numbers, but I haven't seen a guard not dominate high school be a McDonald's All-American. Bronny averaged like eight points a game as a junior. He played with some loaded Sierra Canyon teams with Zaya Williams. He played with um, Amari Bailey. I'm missing somebody. Boston. B.J. Boston. So he played a complimentary role on teams that had, you know, guys that are, that are in the NBA. And I know that – well, I believe that he's most suited for that complimentary role – and maybe more than likely that's the role he would play in the NBA. But my biggest knock on Bronny is he is not assertive or aggressive. He's 6'3", 6'4", athletic. He's strong. And he will have games where he'll take six shots. He'll take five shots. And when I spoke to a scout that was at the Arizona game, he, were, he just kind of mentioned, like, all right, Isaiah Collier was out. Boogie Ellis was out. That's your time. He should have taken 17 shots that game, and he wasn't aggressive and he wasn't assertive. So that's my concern. Like, you got the physical tools, and even if you got an advantage because the coach probably isn't going to pull you out if you're playing crazy. Now, he does play the right way. He plays correct basketball gets everybody involved, but I would like to see him be more assertive and aggressive because if I'm a defender, I'm like, oh, this dude is coasting. He's, he's, he's not going to pressure the defense. He's not going to be aggressive. He's always looking to make the right play, but sometimes when guys are making the right play all the time, you, you help the defense out. Let me ask you a question, Rob. 
Do you think Bronny knows how to hoop? No. Why? I mean, Bronny probably ain't never like I think went it, to the park. That's and, what I'm saying. Hooped. I think again. I'm. But just, there's no excuse because he could bring the, the the game to him. Like Bronny is a guy that I believe he has. He he's very skilled. Has done a lot of drill work, skill work. Probably has only played five on five in game settings. Like I don't think he's played like pickup basketball where he can improvise and and, and be creative because he lacks offensive creativity. But here's my, my thing, though. You say you can he can bring the game to him, but it's different because any other kid, you could just be like, "Hey, man, my my ten year old son." Just drop him off at the wreck, and he may not know anybody. He's just gonna have to yep. play and and figure it out. Whereas you have to bring kids to Bronny. Then you gotta sit here and you gotta like, say, okay, what kind of kid is this? Like, I feel like that bubble, that shelter, that is a hundred percent necessary that to have for a famous kid. It may have hurt him as a basketball player. And then you mentioned the fact in high school he played with. NBA player, NBA player, NBA player. So he's been a role player his whole life, yep. right? So when we play Arizona and we're down two starters and Caleb Love is picking you up full court and you just have no idea what to do, like all of that to me plays in a part to why you see him struggle where he is right now. But I don't know if I can can roll with that because he's had all the resources to to – do everything. But here's the thing like, is, but those are controlled resources. I, no, I, I get it's a controlled resource. Like you said, you can't just... You just can't drop, drop him off, off at the wreck in the hood. At the wreck and say, go hoop. But you can bring the game to him. Or he could have one of his teammates. And you play ones all day long. That's very true. That so is he, very true. So you can call BJ Boston. Amari Bailey, play him on ones. Because you're forced to add some creativity to your game if you're playing ones. But he just is a guy that plays the right way. I got, I got a theory behind it. Okay. People are going to think I'm crazy. Oh. And I, I use – it is going to be crazy. I'm going to use myself as an example. I was never, like, a great basketball player by any means. But I was the guy that did what the coaches said. I never colored outside the lines. Okay. If the play was the UCLA play and we practiced running all the way through in practice, that's what I did. Pass the ball to the wing, screen, cut. I never, like, improvised. I only scored if, like, a play came to me in transition. While there were other guys on the team that had a different kind of hunger to them. Like, they were like, I got to get 20. Mm-hmm. They may have – our talents may have been equal, but they had a different mindset. They were aggressive. They were looking to score while I was always trying to play the right way, make the right pass. And sometimes when you're always playing the right way and making the right pass, when your talent doesn't, like, allow you to just dominate off pure talent, you end up with six points and four assists and, and, and four rebounds. And so, again, I'm not comparing myself to Bronny, but I see Bronny as a guy that is going to play the right way, try to make the right decisions, but is not going to improvise or basically dominate a game because he just doesn't seem to have the mentality to, to dominate, to take bad shots. I feel you. That makes sense. Um, I think 
not only that, like the biggest to me disappointment. Again, I understand for one that the the health scare is crazy, right? Yep. So Russ, a asterisk, big yeah, big that. asterisk. Russ rhythm. He didn't get the training camp like he wanted. That team is not good. So it's you know, and it's not like he was. Yeah, it's just it's not a good situation. So I'm gonna give him a pass for that. I just feel like the biggest disappointment to me. For me, has been him being a ball handler, shot creator, yep. and I know that some people are floating around like DeAnthony Melton comparisons, but DeAnthony Melton can absolutely run the team in a pinch. He can run the team in and at points of the game, and right now it just doesn't look like Bronny can do that. Now I think he can pass, but his passing is from the shooting from the pure shooting guard, not a not, ball mover, yeah, well, not a playmaker. Yeah, he he shows he can, some flashes he, in like I transition. I think he can do it, but he's a, he's a ball mover. Yeah, he's a ball mover, but I'm talking about from like the shooting guard perspective, not from like not a, a combo. Definitely not a point guard right now. I think he's a shooting guard off the ball guy right now. Yeah. All right, when we return in the last segment, we're going to talk about what can Bronny do the remainder of the season to put himself in position to be one and done. Stay tuned. Let's talk about Prize Picks because Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over three million members, and it is the easiest and the fastest way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you versus the numbers. You pick two or more players, and you're just going against the stat projections. And it is demon time on Prize Picks. You can now win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. Turn ten dollars to a thousand dollars and demons and goblins are the newest and the most exciting way to play prize picks squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts you can now win up to a hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks and what's cool about prize picks is they offer injury insurance nobody else offers injury insurance so your entries can stay in play even if one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games, if you have a player that gets injured in the first half and does not return for the second, that player projection will not count against you and the rest of your entries, and it stays alive. And Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So you have to check it out. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, the code LockedOnNBA must be in lowercase. You can get a first deposit match up to $150, prizepicks.com. My favorite app to secure tickets, and it is the GameTime app. If you are a longtime listener, you've heard me talk about GameTime several times, and I use the GameTime app to buy last-minute tickets. I've been to a Yankees game using GameTime. I've been to Dallas Maverick games. I bought tickets for my family. I've, I've used the game time to go to Dallas Cowboys games, and it is the best app. Game time is fast, and it is easy. You can buy tickets to not only sporting events, but concerts and comedies and theaters near you. They have these killer last-minute deals, all-in prices. You get views of your seat. That's the most important thing to me on game time is that I actually have a picture of the seat from the actual stadium or arena. It's not just a, a random picture it is from the actual stadium or arena so you know if you go to a football game you're not sitting directly behind the goal post or your or your view is is blocked so that is one of the reasons I love game time and they also have a best price guarantee 
I'm a big fan of the all-in prices that show you the total upfront, so you don't have to worry about buying a ticket and then right when you leave your card or get ready to pull out your credit card, you see there's an additional $100 and $200 in fees because GameTime has the all-inclusive price. So all you have to do is download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you can get $20 off your first purchase. Again, download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed, but be sure to use the code LOCKEDON. All right, last segment. All right, what do you think Bronny needs to do? This well, we're already in the second half of the season, the remainder of the season, because USC, unless they win the conference tournament, not, is not going not good, to brother. the NCAA tournament. So that actually limits how many games he has left. I think he needs to be more aggressive and assertive. I think he did not take advantage of Isaiah Collier being out to improve his draft stock. If Collier does come back, which – I'm not coming back. All, all <laughs> signs indicate that he is, but I'm like – Okay, okay. Here's the thing. I, I see it from two sides. I see it from two sides. He can come back, right, they go to the conference tournament. When she makes the conference tournament, you have a chance to make it to the uh, NCAA tournament. You run, you run off three, four games at the conference tournament, maybe sneak in somehow. I don't know if they're going to beat Arizona, but, you know, hey, I'm supposed to – I was at one point ESPN had me as the number one pick in the draft. I feel like I should be able to carry my team. I know college basketball is different, different, excuse me. But let's say he runs off three, four games there. I That looks – he leaves college on a better note than what he did before he got hurt. Yeah. But then you can protect your draft stock too because – you know, if you come back and you're rusty, then who knows where you are? Yeah, I think one, he, he needs Bronny needs to be more assertive. Two, show that he has an NBA position because yes. right now he's a combo, but he's not shooting the ball well from the floor. Like, what what are his his numbers aren't efficient? Yeah, I have him at thirty seven percent from the field. 27% from the three-point line, uh, 65% from the foul line on one-and-a-half attempts a game. That's, that's I mean, again, he's young, but with all that athleticism and pop, you'd like to see him get to the foul line more than once a game. Yeah, so what is the skill set, based off of what we've seen this season, what is the skill set to hang his hat on in the NBA? And the reason I'm saying – and I would just go by this season, because even when he was in high school, yeah, you saw – Defense, but I don't know, man. And I'm just being totally honest here. I there, there's no way I saw a top ten pick. There, nah, there's just no way not. I saw a top ten pick. But in your opinion, what is the skill set to hang his hat on based off what you've seen this season? And where we are going to give him a little asterisk because, like, he's missed some time. And he's probably a little bit rusty. And I know that I mean, I've never had, you know, been out that amount of time and how much time he missed in, like, the and fall camp or whatever. That's and I, scary, and, too. And, that's not like a sprained ankle. Like, that's yeah. like life or death, yep. man. That's tough. But, yeah, what is the skill set that you think he hang his hat on? Well, initially I thought it was supposed to be shooting. But all right, I'm let me before you go on. Go Why was it shooting? Because to me, the shooting was a concern, and he improved as a senior. But I, I feel like because he shot the ball well at the McDonald's game, 
that people were like, oh, he's turned the corner as a shooter. He's a shooter now. Well, not saying he's a shooter. It's it's his shooting combined with his athleticism. But he doesn't, and it's not a, a knock on Bronny. He's an athletic guy that doesn't play athletic in the half court. In the full court, he's athletic. I I have a comparison for you. You want it right now? Or you want to wait? Yeah. Let me let me hear what you got. All right. So because I don't think he's the strongest ball handler, I do think he can pass, but I don't know if he should be I think he should come back next year let me start there definitely I think he should come back next year tell pops he got to chill a little bit but Brian got time you said he got seven years LeBron left, got so seven they, years left like, yeah you know, was he rushing me out here man to go play with Austin Reeves and them man so you could trade me nah so look uh I think he should come back next year work on not necessarily just handling the ball but playing point guard uh being able to run a team set guys up because he can pass a little bit, but it comes from not even, like, being a secondary ball handler. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, he's got to, to me, become a secondary ball handler. Uh, the jump shot numbers are not good right now, so obviously, you know, let's lock in on that. But I don't want to see him as a pure shooting guard at 6'3", especially when you're not, like, a bucket. Yeah. So I would like to see them come back. I mean, when as I'm thinking of a pure shooting guard, I'm thinking like the '90s shooting guards where they was isolation scorers. Yeah, where or they like, got buckets. Yeah, he's that's just not him. Yeah, but so uh, it's a pure shooting guard. What is a pure shooting <laughs> yeah. guard? Uh, okay, let's say 100% off the ball. How about that? That makes it that okay. clears it up for you. Not like I'm not saying Devin Booker, but like 100% off the ball. That's what he looks like. Bronny does to me today. So let's come back next year. Let's handle the ball more. I think uh, expectations will never be realistic because your name is Bronny James, and your dad just may say, hey, man, you better than Maxwell. Was it Maxwell Lewis? Maxwell Lewis would give him buckets. But, you know, your dad is irrational, just like everybody's dad is. I mean, you know, that's just, that's just comes with being a father. Bron not past that. But I feel like he should come back, work on his handle, dribbling under pressure. Let's try to become a – a uh, secondary ball handler instead of a 100% off-the-ball guy. Because right now, Roth, if he were to come out for some crazy reason, he looks more like, man, they might cook me for this, but I don't care, right? He might come back. He, he looks more right now like Shannon Brown than DeAnthony Melton. Hmm. But Shannon Brown was a – played Bur- more athletic – I mean, some dunks here and there. But he was a cutter, though. He was he, he he made athletic cuts, which he in that triangle offense. But I don't. But I don't Shannon Brown him. was never a ball. Shannon Brown was a off the ball athletic shooting guard. And that's what Bronny looks like. Now again, yeah. if your name isn't Bronny James, if your name is Bronny Stevenson, you'll take Bron- Bronny Williamson. Bronny Williamson, you'll take a Shannon Brown career. As a second round pick. Yeah. Because he played a long time, right? He was in music videos, right? <laughs> like one time <laughs> with, I was. With big at, old t shirts on. One, one like time I was dress. at a, a, a hotel in LA and I did not know if it was Shannon Brown or Chris Brown because they about the same height. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. But nah, like he looks like Shannon Brown to me. And that's, that's, that's interesting. That is interesting. I, I do think Shannon Brown played more athletic, like as a cutter. And he definitely benefited from the triangle 
offense. But Shannon Brown, okay, Shannon Brown was a McDonald's All-American, right? Yeah. He played I'm three. I'm sure he was. He was yeah. very hyped out of Chicago. He played three years at Michigan State. Yep. So it's like, if we're being realistic. Bronny's Bron- a better passer than Shannon Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember Shannon Brown I'm not passing. saying, I'm not, no, no, no. Bronny's definitely a better passer. But, again, we're talking about super athletic dudes, off the ball. But I think, I, to me, I feel like you're overrating his athleticism. I'm not. I don't think so. I think Bronny's Bronny's athleticism. I I pops. see Bronny's athleticism only in the open floor and in one on none situations. Is, like is, I can watch a whole game and not be like, "Dang, he's okay, athletic." Okay, so when Bronny, well, I forget what game it was. It was Arizona. Bronny had a two dribble pull up in the middle of the paint, right? Yep. Elevation is that not count as athleticism? No, that's I mean you know it's it's definitely athleticism. I guess he doesn't wow me. I mean it's been like ten games. It's been fourteen games. But I'm just saying like in 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 the past, like he's made some athletic plays here and there. But usually I I I, like sometimes guys that like wow me with athleticism in game athleticism are usually like high motor guys that find ways to make athletic. Plays. That's true too, but that's not necessarily who he is right now. And again, that's why I think he needs to come back to school, go back to school, excuse me, and become more of a point guard. I mean, you have the best teacher in the world, and pops, maybe the worst teacher in the world, or the worst teacher. Because you know, Bron is all. That's the, that was straight from God, man. <laughs> it is, but like he, no, the IQ and, and all of that. So I think Bron can. Definitely, like, help his IQ and, and, and all of that. But Brian, I mean, one is like Carmelo said about his son. It's just a different level of, of, of hunger there. It's a different level of. <laughs> but I, I think that, I think skill for skill. Like, Brian's the type of guy, and I, I've seen it happen plenty of times. If you had, like, a combine and you had skills and you saw the guys had to do, like, the skill work, you'd be like, dang, he the, he the best player here. Right. But, but when you – put that whistle out there and put 10 guys on the floor. I've seen it where the guy that like had a trial that didn't like wow me with the skill work, but when you played the five, got on the five on five, his athleticism, his motor, he just had a bigger impact. And I think Bronny is skilled. I think he can do every drill, but he just he's just not assertive in, in five on five play. Man, I'm going to give him a pass, man. He had a, a life altering injury scare. So but I, we come I'm, back next year, we we, next year we'll see where he is. But I'm, he definitely needs to come back. I'm still going back to high school also. Like I said, and I could be wrong, and you, the listener, let me know if there was a McDonald's All-American that averaged 14 points per game in high school that didn't dominate. Like most – when I think of like McDonald's All-Americans in high school, especially as a 6'3", 6'4", guard – they were like dogs. Yeah, I'm thinking like <laughs> Colin Sexton, guys yeah. like that that will hang 50 on your head. But you got it, and this is another. Unless thing. it was like somebody like Ryan Robertson or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but guys that were game managers. But here's another thing, though. We talk about the controlled environment, right? You don't learn how to be a dog when you play or when you're playing with three other NBA players on your team. But you, you should get better playing against them. But how, how though? Because if you're – Practice, competitive, competing. I mean, we don't know how these coaches practice. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. may just be putting 
you know, three guys. Maybe he was trying to compete. Maybe he didn't have it. I mean, practice was closed off. I'm just saying, like, you know, when you are you playing with those guys, they're older than you, you're a role player. That's why I disagree with that. Jonathan Kaminga. Played with some vets. Jonathan Kaminga. And is. he's it's in a different situation. It's a different situation. And then, but he's like, you know what? I know these guys are older. These guys are Hall of Famers. But I ain't no role player. But you just talked about a different level of hunger with Jonathan Kaminga. All right. That wraps up this episode on Bronny James. Share your thoughts on Bronny. Should he come back to school? Should he go? If you're an NBA team for the chance at getting LeBron James, do you select Bronny? Let us know your thoughts. Once again, it's Raphael with my brother James, and we are out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.